welcome to the Boost Up a podcast, a journey to self-discovery. I am your host, Khulud Smail, and if you didn't hit the subscribe button yet, please do so you won't miss any of the episodes. Good morning, Heather. I am so delighted uh, to continue our conversation about uh, art-based uh, uh, coaching. And today we are going to focus more on art in healing. Yes, good morning. Thank you for having me again. Great. So I will start uh, straight uh, here with uh, this beautiful quote for unknown author. However, it is in the Chandler Gallery at Maud Morgan's Arts. It says, art making has the ability to move people along their journey of grief and loss into a more balanced place of healing and hope. In the face of tragedy, the creative process can help recalibrate a mourner's life. What do you think, Heather, about that? I think it's a beautiful summary of, of what the power of art is uh, to heal. Um, the reason that I absolutely love art-based coaching, art therapy, use of art for self-expression, um, is it's a way that allows people to heal themselves without a whole lot of talk or without a whole lot of understanding. The, the art works whether you fully understand, whether you can fully articulate what's happening, whether you can name what's happening, it still works. So this is the beauty of it because it can work for anyone. If you're a very young child, or if you're a client who's experiencing dementia, or if you're um, someone who is very, very articulate and very bright and really understands things, all of those people can be helped by the use of art. And it doesn't require a artistic ability. It just involves creating art and going through the process. Um, and I think that's kind of um, the really, really valuable thing about using art in, in coaching um, is that it has that versatility and that ease. Beautiful. You remind me, I mean, when my son was a little child, uh, I remember at school how much they have used art, especially in the early days, like preschooling and, and so. I remember all the activities, most of the activities has involved art for children. And I still remember the confidence my son was having when he was sharing with us and showing us a piece of art he have done at school, even maybe the teacher have been involved in doing most of it or helping them. But still, most of the children are so proud showing their parents what they have created at school. Uh, is that how do you use art for in healing? So it's exactly what I do, but I have to reteach. We have to, it's a teaching process for a little bit of it from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And it's also a permission to create and be playful. So a lot of my clients that I work with who are, let's say adults, you know, small children, it's a little bit different. It's a little, they haven't been removed from that time of self-expression for as long, but in terms of adults, they maybe haven't picked up an art material since sixth or seventh grade. 
as I maybe with their kids a little bit. Um, so we first start with just allowing that expression, allowing that experimentation, allowing that and providing a space for it mm -hmm. and encouraging it. So that's where I start. And then, you know, through the kind of conversations, the coaching conversations, we decide on the goal. Um, and so sometimes the art is used for e exploration and uh, identification of what's going on. Maybe the client needs clarification about what's going on with them uh, internally. And, and this, this is all in a non-clinical format, right? This is the difference between coaching and therapy. Mm -hmm. So they come to me, they want to work on something. Um, and so maybe we start with identifying what it is and clarifying. And we use the art to do that because if you take all of these things and put them on paper, it helps to then gain insight and to be able to reflect. Mm -hmm. Once we've done that, then the next step is, okay, let's set some goals based on what it is that has come up for you. What is it that's, that's the most important area you wanna work on right now? And if that is for a lot of people, managing stress, managing anxiety, um, coping with a loss, coping with, you know, people come for coaching because they're trying to fix something that's not right, that's out of balance in their lives, right? So uh, it could be divorce, it could be loss, it could be any number of things. And so while we're working through identifying the, the problem, addressing those behaviors, I also provide some art directives or activities that they can do to help manage those emotions. Mm -hmm. And Art in itself, like I was saying before, when you don't need the words and it still works, you don't need to understand how it's working, but it still is working. Mm -hmm. Just sitting down and creating art 20, 25 minutes a day has drastic health impact, improvement on your physical health, lowered blood pressure, um, decreased stress, um, gained insight, you are focused on something and you're able to be present. That's where the mindfulness happens. Mm -hmm. And that right there has a huge impact on physical and mental well-being. And teaching a client how to do that and then encouraging them to do it and then empowering, that empowers them. They now have a tool that they can use when they feel upset, overwhelmed, anxious, stressed, it's very simple mm -hmm. and they can do it virtually anywhere. And so while we're working on working through these areas that they want to address, I'm also building them up with these tools that they can manage um, and use outside on their own. Because the goal is that they don't come to me for the rest of their lives, right? They come, we work through something and then they they continue on. So that's how I also, that's how I use the art. Um, and I think in one of the strongest ways is to be able to empower them to be able to use it in their life mm -hmm. to help. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. So basically when the client comes to you, you help the client to get out 
their emotion into the piece of paper or whatever art uh, material you will provide them. Once those emotions are out of their body, of their system, then through the conversation and the dialogue between you and them, you will get to identify together what is that emotion or behavior or case that it is bothering them and it is uh, not healthy uh, for them and they want to change it to, to be much uh, in peace or, uh, or to have the yeah, more uh, balanced or happier, whatever they, they, that, that they want to be. So you have two works, as I understood. Part of it is inside the, your, your, your place where you work with them, you teach them and you help them to, to go through it. And then there is another part outside where they will continue it by providing them those tools and techniques. So can you give us an example? For, for example, one of the things that you do with them inside your um, a place, I don't want to, to call it a studio or a clinic. I don't know what you really call it. <laughs> I call it a studio. I call it a studio because it, that's, you know, and, and a lot of it I do through Zoom. Um, and so, so I'll give you an example from the past of working with a client. And I'm going to be very general because, again, I don't want to give away any identifying information um, about this client. But um, so I worked in a domestic violence agency and it was a creative arts therapy program. So I was working as an art therapist in that capacity. Um, and we worked with children who had experienced domestic violence. And our goal was to allow and provide a safe space for these clients to come and express feelings, learn to identify their feelings, um, discuss what they had been going through, um, whatever it was, it was individualized, um, but it was really about providing a safe space for these, for these individuals. And it wasn't focused on mental health in terms of diagnosis. These were kids who had experienced abuse. You know, some did have mental health diagnosis, but many did not. So I worked with a client and one of the hallmarks of domestic violence is you have very little control in your life. You, it's an explosive environment. It's a violent environment and you don't know whatever is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And so control is something that a lot of kids who experience domestic violence struggle with. And so I had this client um, that came to see me. And so we worked with them for six months. And this was an individual who needed to have control over their environment. Mm -hmm. They needed to have a safe space to be themselves, to decide who they are, to kind of try some things out. So the studio is fully stocked with art materials and I am just the guide. And so the client would come in and I gave this client free reign. You can do whatever you want here. This is your space. And so the client had an idea. And so for six months, um, this, this individual created this miniature town that was to scale. This was something that this client really enjoyed doing. And so created a, um, a diagram of what they wanted to include, made a plan. So we're looking at, at, at 
skills related to planning um, and decision making mm -hmm. selected materials so he's making choices um, and then executing the plan and then as a as the guide when there were elements that this per this client wanted to include but wasn't exactly sure how to do it then my art expertise could come in and I could make suggestions. For example, the client wanted water that went through the, the town and he wanted it to have movement. So we talked about different medium that would help that to create that and um, had elements that moved in this town. It was really a very cool town. And all of it then throughout their self-esteem building because this client is feeling validated by the experience. The client is feeling successful. This client is feeling supported in this environment as this item is, as this town is being created. In the end, um, as with all of our clients, we have a survivor's celebration every year and the clients are invited to share their artwork if they want. And this was such a point of pride for this individual because they were able to put this beautiful piece of artwork that had been created over six months and really showcase all of the emotional growth that had happened. The client wrote a description about the experience and talked about how um, this was one of the first times that this client felt valued, felt like they had control felt like their ideas mattered and that they were being um, supported. Mm -hmm. And that all took place through the art. Wow, amazing. And there was no point through any of it where I, I said to the client, you know, do you feel, do you realize your self-esteem is being increased? Do you, you know, like there was no conversation about the impact because it wasn't necessary because it was happening for this individual. Amazing. And what could be like one of those tools that people can use it at home, for example, to, to control uh, or to handle anxiety or fear, you know, like we all go through different, uh, we face different things in our daily life. And even if you work with a coach for six months or so, and once you go back outside that environment, you come back to your natural environment and back again to your normal life where you are facing different things that's causing increasing your stress level or anxiety. What could be some of those tools that it can be used at home? One, for example. So I like to create, uh, help the clients create a artist journal, if you will, of different exercises. And one of the exercises that I find really successful is uh, called what I've called a mindfulness mandala. So the mandala is creating the circle, which is uh, represents unity and wholeness. And it's something that originated, uh, the word mandala originated in the, uh, in Sanskrit. And so what I'll do is I will take the client through a breathing exercise and I will show them how to do the deep breathing. We do it together, we practice. And then they create um, the one that I do, I create five circles that are interlocked. So that creates this 
mandala pattern. Mm -hmm. And so just like with mindfulness activities, if you've heard the ones where you like see five things, hear four things, smell three things when you're trying to become present, I do something similar with the art. So I have five circles. Mm -hmm. You use four colors to create, um, to start adding color to to the mandalas. Then you add on top of that three patterns throughout um, and then two lines and then one title. Mm-hmm. So you're going through the five, four, three, two, one. And this is something that a client can do at any point. Mm-hmm. I, I also talk with the clients about when the best time is to use it because a lot of times we think, oh yeah, we'll use it, we'll use it, we'll use it. But if you don't practice it, when you really need it, it's not something you think of first. So we practice, we identify times to practice, as well as I, I encourage the clients to create that five circle um, base ahead of time. So when they really are in that moment and they really are just feeling so stressed out that they have it there ready to use. So that would be an example of one of the techniques that I would uh, work through with the client so that they have it to use at home. And then one book where those can kind of build. Mm-hmm. And then if the client really enjoys the process of journaling, because sometimes when you're in that space and you're creating the art, things come up, ideas, thoughts. So journaling in addition to that is very helpful. Yeah, I was about to ask you about it, actually. Would you consider yes. that? Because I do journaling as well. Recently, I actually started doing that. A beautiful friend has gave me a gift for my birthday to start my journaling. And I was amazed how helpful and effective it is. And uh, yeah, I can see now the link uh, with what you have uh, said. So now from your experience, how much you you see that art in coaching is managing this, those difficult emotions. How confident uh, will, will, can you assure clients about that this is an effective, really, uh, uh, tool uh, to use it in life, to manage stress and change all those very difficult emotions, not like a normal level of emotion, those difficult emotions that the client is suffering from. I don't really have to do much sale on that. What happens is the client practices right with me. Mm -hmm. And then maybe I'll give some artwork homework Mm -hmm. and they practice at home. And then all of, and I don't have to say anything. All of a sudden they, I mean, it, it happens. They feel the difference. And I think when you come for art-based coaching and you feel anxious and stressed, when you don't feel anxious and stressed it's very noticeable um i'll give you a lovely example there was a a, i do what i do group art based coaching um and there was an individual uh, an older gentleman and he wanted nothing to do with it he didn't want to go he didn't want to do it it wasn't going to do anything for him but his wife talked him into it so uh this, this gentleman came in and, and so I go through in, in the art-based coaching that are designed for people with, with stress and anxiety, I do five different activities like I described mm-hmm. in a book and then maybe they love one or two of them or they combine them. It's really becomes personalized, but I give them the tools to figure out which one they really like, you know? 
So this individual who has a brain injury, who doesn't write, um, created the most gorgeous, intricate mandalas I've seen in a really long time and loved it so much that he started doing it every night before he went to bed and could not wait till the next week to show the group and share with the community what he had created. And at the end of it, you know, we talked about the last session, like how to incorporate it in your life. He had a full art set that he had purchased. Mm -hmm. He had all his stuff that he needed. Um, and you could just see the change. You could see how much this had impacted him. So I don't have to do a whole lot of convincing. Mm. When they try it and they have that experience, it's, it's kind of electric and, it, and this is the beauty of art, mm. you know? And they take that with them. That is, I'm just the guide. They, they own that. I can't wait to be on your uh, group uh, art uh, coaching because uh, absolutely try it and discover yourself and see the results. I, I, I actually ask you that because I had some conversation with friends like, how does this work? We, we don't think it works. So this is why I wanted to just share it with you. The last question is really, is there, I didn't ask you and you would like, uh, you would have loved that I have asked you so you can share uh, and we can benefit. I don't think there's anything that you know you didn't ask. I want to just make the point that you do not have to have any artistic ability and you don't have to have sophisticated art materials. You, this works with colored pencils, markers, crayons, whatever is around or whatever you purchase. It could be something that's very inexpensive. Um, and it's something that you can utilize whenever you need. Um, I think that's really important. A lot of people that I see for the first couple sessions, the self-doubt, well, I don't really know how to draw or when they go to show their artwork, let's say in the group setting, well, I'm not very good. So, you know, and it's, these are the comments that they use, but the reality is, is this piece of artwork is an expression of themselves. And so every time they, they talk down their artwork, they speak about, you know, in a, in a self-deprecating way, that's really, they're talking about themselves like that, you know? And so um, if there's one part of that that I really want people to understand is that you don't have to have artistic ability. You can access this um, and create beautiful artwork. As well. Know, because it's an expression of you. Yeah, it's an expression of you. We are all unique. We all have value. We are all talented, amazing individuals. And that is what comes out. Beautiful. So it's, yeah, it's unique. Mm. Thank you very much, Heather, for this uh, very insightful uh, conversation. And yeah, see you next week, hopefully again yes. for the last part of uh, using art in coaching. Thank you very much, Heather. I look forward to it. Thank you so much. Me too. Bye-bye. This is what I have got for this episode. And if you love it, please share it on your Facebook or Instagram story. And tag me at holud.ismail, K-H-O-L-O-U-D dot I-S-M-A-I-L. And remember, sharing is caring, and I wish you a wonderful day.